in Traverse City yesterday. One of the talk, we gave a couple of talks, but one of the talks up there was uh, about karma. And uh, so I thought I would give another talk using that as a topic, more about karma. And it's an extremely compl complicated area. Uh, karma, as uh, was said uh, yesterday, gets that name of Sanskrit, gets its, uh, uh, the word uh, is uh, tied to the root word, uh, I think it's spelled in uh, Romanization as K-R and uh, means act. Uh, three types, uh, and, and actually if you if you were to Google this or to go in any any book, any direction, you could go into the Jain religion, you could go into uh, yoga, yoga practitioners use this, uh, it's all over the place, Indian philosophy. <clears throat> but it's an interesting thing to contemplate for yourself to maybe use the concepts a little bit to go in and really look and see what action, what the actual movement and there's this action, just like I just moved my hand, this action. And there's also the action that's in your mind, very subtle. And it becomes more and more and more subtle. So that you, the more you meditate, the more you contemplate, the more you extend your awareness uh, uh, deep within, the more you begin to see the very subtle nuances that are happening there that don't seem to they have a boundary, and yet they don't have a boundary. It's like thoughts. You have a thought about uh, cleaning your attic, it's a very definite thought, no doubt about that. But then it's like your attic. It's just a mess uh, from the point of view of trying to get that thought to have a shape or a color or a smell or a, or some kind of relationship to uh, anything other than um, it's, uh, it is uh, indeterminate. So it's determinate and it's, it's about, the content is about your attic, but the thought itself is indeterminate. It's, it's like it's still in the Aliyah Vijnana, it's still in the storehouse consciousness. It still can completely fall apart, uh, and we tend to shore that up with ideas, opinions, beliefs, concepts. Uh, it's this, it's this. We, we jump to conclusions. We crawl to conclusions. We'll do anything to get a conclusion out of something. So, And that's, uh, I often say, not because I don't want you to ever conclude anything, but less is probably better. So I say, include, don't conclude. So when things arise, include that. Don't check anything's credentials, because you're just going to, going to be looking at your preconceptions about it, and they can be, as far as ego's point of view, they can be scary or can create more paranoia than you probably already are dealing with. So the Sanchita karma is the karma, uh, well, you're, we're looking at it. Uh, this is all, all of this is the past uh, karma that's coming out of the past. Have our body minds, bodies, minds, um, buildings, all that is past. And then so that's here, that's, uh, and there's different ways that you, if you read about this much, which I not, don't necessarily recommend, but if you happen to, you'll find that, that you'll have two different, or just disagree about what, what this is and what's the difference and what you can do with it and what you can't do. And that's why I say, you can contemplate this a little bit and then see how that works. The sooner you can go into your own deep uh, awareness or consciousness, the sooner you can see the way activity, no activity. That contrast, as soon as you can see that, uh, I was going to say the better, but I thought ah, probably doesn't work. Things never get better, do they? <laughs> he chuckled. So, Sanchita, uh, Sanchita, I think I have the word right, uh, is, uh, is past, coming from the past. Our, our parents got together, and that's why we're here. So, that's that kind of karma. Then there's the uh, Prabhupada karma, which is uh, talked about in different ways. and. Uh, and then there's the uh, Agami, 
which is uh, the, the future, what comes out of what happens now. So the combination of the past karma, here's this shows up, this person, and then what that person does or doesn't do. So uh, this is why it's such a powerful activity to sit down and just, insofar as you can, minimize any kind of uh, um, uh, prarabdha karma. Just to just sit down and don't do, it's still some because you're sitting down, it's still some because you're maybe still worrying or fretting about something. But it's, uh, it's a little bit easier to have the awareness, uh, be able to go into that and, and maybe maybe the word investigate would work to see what is actually moving, what is an emotion, what is, what is a thought, rather than have me tell you or Chogyam Trungpa or the Buddha for that matter, be good if you could look at the concept thought, look at the concept emotion, see what that refers to and see is there, how are those, what are those? Uh, just the not finding anything there is a powerful finding because that means you're actually in the woods or you're lost in the woods and that's not such a bad place to be if you're on the spiritual path. Having a path all laid out with, you know, just do this, just obey this, just bow here, just light incense here, duh, without that sound. So uh, here I'll use this as an example. Here's, uh, here's uh, Sanchita comments. Already here it's a stick. I'm holding it. Uh, it's laying here, I'm sitting here, you're all sitting here, nothing nothing else has happened, and then something else happened. So there, so this could happen, that wasn't there, but now it's there. So this is could be, you could think of that as before that, that little tiny before and after would help you move your awareness there. But then the uh, Agami, am I saying that right? Agami, I think it's Agami. I, I can't always remember those words. So anyway, the... Uh, Sanchita, it's here, and then Parabda, uh, it's what you do with it. It's like, that's why I said, and I often say, whatever arises, negativity arises in your mind, don't interfere with it. Remember how I said that, under the tone of my voice. Don't interfere with it. Because if you do, then, then the clarity that you were about to see about what that was gets covered by your ideas about it, your opinions, your judgments, uh, even as little as, I don't want to feel that way. That's, this is what the Buddha was talking about. This is a circularity of samsara. And the other thing that we get caught up in is that we think, we think that if we do this, it will cause that. And, uh, and just by our need to know uh, some kind of something about the future, like if I say, okay, here's, here's the, this is sitting here, and then if I reach for this like this, then this is the, goes from uh, Sanchita Karma, which is what, what it was, to uh, something that's, coming it's developing into uh, and then the agami is 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 what you think is going to happen just before it does just a way of talking about it i don't even know how it works myself but i've thought about it a little bit so but if i go there's the there's the the basis or the the, the way things are now from the past showing up as a table a piece of wood a hand a person ears all the causes and conditions that need to come together for this to even be this simple little experience just that. But then if, if you're watching this and I'm doing this demonstration, then you're seeing this. So that's the first part. Then use the word. And then here's the second part. And then the, the motion of this, the action. And then what comes out of that is, just to keep it very simple, is the sound. Okay, so you have this. And you have a, a movement. And then you have, so it moves from one. To, can you see all three of those there? But look at what happens there when I, when I do it this way. Watch your expectations. It's just, it just goes another way. 
nothing particularly profound about it. But that's more like life. We look and we look and that's that, that's that, and then that's going to happen, and then you know we lose our job, or we you know or our our uh, partner leaves, or, or we any any type of thing. It looks like we we tend to look at the tra trajectory trajectory of something and make assumptions about it rather than just a not knowing and not knowing and not knowing. So anything is welcome to come in there. This very simple thing here is what is happening in the mind. And I'm not accusing you of anything. I don't know what's happening in your mind. I'm just suggesting that you could look at the, the, the dis, uh, discontinuous uh, quality of karma that looks like cause and effect, but actually is not just this causes that and that causes that, but it's uh, an incredible, elaborate array of causes and conditions that bring about any one situation. So the idea here is to observe, to look at that, and especially look at it uh, if you're dealing with your own uh, mind, you're dealing your, when you're doing your sitting meditation or you're interacting with your, your family, your community, your friends, uh, your coworkers, whatever it may be, and notice the way the, the cause and effect situation is happening. And also notice that it's possible to actually uh, refrain from joining that. Enter the tiger. <laughs> so, um, and by by refraining or holding back, this is also the word for this in, uh, in its fancy form in uh, Buddhism is renunciation. Uh, it doesn't mean to necessarily uh, push something away or abandon it. It's more like a feeling of whatever comes up, don't add. Whatever comes up, if, if, if some kind of discontent or suffering, sometimes people maybe have been meditating for years, doing fine, and then and then all of a sudden, or maybe not all of a sudden, but just gradually we start to feel really bad. And, and there's no, we can't find, we can't find this part of it. All we find is just a, a bad feeling. It doesn't seem to have a past. It doesn't seem to have a, some kind of something we can trace back. Well, that's because she said, he said, they said, something like that. So, um, so the idea here with this talk is to um, encourage you to, to look closely at cause, cause and effect and see how that works in your mind rather than than just to make assumptions about it. Um, is the way we identify these three types of karma dependent on the way in which we delineate the relative world? Yeah. Um, you gave an example of like the three steps of making the sound with the um, kotsu, mm -hmm. but when you teach about halfway measures, we begin to see that there's a lot of things occurring in between there. Mm -hmm. So in order to see the sound as the agami karma, is it necessary for us to delineate or break up that um, process in any way? Maybe so what uh, Chazan is talking about, occasionally I've given a, a talk with the topic of half, uh, halfway measures, which doesn't mean uh, not completing something like it generally means to people. Uh, doing something, what's it? Half, half-assed, that's right, half-assed. So that, and the way I've done that before is to say that when you go to put something away, or you go to do something, no matter what it is, it could be uh, some ritual situation, or it could be as simple as uh, uh, taking a, a silverware and putting it after it's dried, putting it back in the silverware drawer. But it could be something halfway in between here. Here's the goal to get it to there. And instead of doing that, actually stop somewhere halfway and, and look at what the, where the mind is, what the mind is doing, if anything. And uh, might not be able to have too much come out of that if you do it uh, 
couple dozen times. Might have to do it more than that. But something about halfway measure, measures seems to be, actually, it's anything that is a gap. Look at the gaps. That's what halfway measures is about, looking at the gaps between your idea and producing something or your your intention and look at and, and it's just um, not accusing you of anything, but it's just like once we know what something is or what we're going to do, we actually blank out and do that. It's like getting in your car to go to Walmart. Don't go there unless you have to. Mary, you can go. <laughs> no, but don't, what I'm saying is if you uh, get in the car to go somewhere, it's there's something that where you can because you've done it so many times, you can you can just forget about it. That's like you're there, and there's just enough consciousness to turn the wheel and make sure you don't run into other cars. But you're actually in another world, contemplating something, some other aspect of your life. Everybody have that experience a little bit. Uh, sometimes we're kind of startled by where we end up at. Oh my gosh, I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have a drink. So, further questions, please. Yes. Uh, something you said, maybe a little bit joking, was things never get better, do they? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to respond to that because I've been looking at that for a long time. Uh, and I, I think it's the way it seems is yes, they can, they're going to do, if you're, if there's living beings where we are subject, insofar as we're anybody at all, we're subject to uh, uncountable, it's called, in Buddhism, it's called the 10,000 things, actually, that's kind of an understatement. Yeah, but there's so many things that are coming and going that we cannot see, and we, what we can see is just a very surface of everything. So things, things may get so-called better through contrast. We weren't doing so good, but now we're, we seem to be lightening up or things are going smoother. We even comment uh, to others about it. But uh, what, where we get tangled up is we have an assumption that if we meditate, that this is, good, this is some kind of uh, underlying guarantee that, well, if you meditate, you're just going to get better and better. And eventually you'll just be so good that everybody would just be envious. And they'll think, oh my God, I've never seen a more peaceful person in my life. How did you get that way? Well, I meditated a lot, you know, and use your best John Wayne voice, you know, meditate a lot. And so, but we do that. We 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 do it. We get on board that kind of idealistic kind of thing, and uh, but we kind of believe it, and not believe it. We kind of hope maybe that's true, but then we also realize that probably there's a lot more uh, cans of worms ahead of us, even though we've been working with several. Uh, so, about what will happen, this is why I'm thanking you for the question, what will happen is the events will take on a different um, uh, tone or vibration or something as you begin to see that the, the, it's the identity that's the issue, not the event. The events are, we're, we're in samsara, and things are going to, if you're a living being, then things are going to get better or get worse or stay the same. Uh, kind of no matter what you do, but the reception of that, how you work with that kind of thing, and that's where the Prabhupada karma comes in. Sanchita karma is coming, you know, you, you've already created this, so you're already good. You might be in for um, some kind of illness. You might be in for uh, having uh, being condemned to living to be 100, you know, which most people don't want to do. When they get up there, they just wish they could leave, like, uh, is it Fleetus dad? Sometimes I think shouldn't probably be saying that on uh, on uh, the public, but, but you know, sometimes people get, they just, they want out of here, they had enough, they're 96, 97, 98 and things. So, but the identity, the ego, 
the seventh consciousness, the five skandhas, and all the other ways we try to approach the self-centeredness of the of this entity that, that is, uh, as I uh, said just recently, is it's like our, our spirit, our consciousness has been downloaded into this, this, uh, um, what do they call it? Babies that aren't quite babies, yeah. Fetus. Yeah, fetus. Uh, you know, we're in there, and then we start to identify with that. And I'm not saying that we're, we're separate from that or we're the same as that or, or that, it, that we can go back and forth. I don't really know. I just know that something like that is happening. And I know that the most important thing that you can work on is finding out who you are. And how do you do that? Sit down, hold still, and watch who you aren't over and over and over and over again. And, and even that will go back and forth and you will start to accuse yourself of things, perhaps. So what could, as far as do things get better? A valid question. Um, and I would say that it's more, well, they will, they can get better, get worse, get, but, but not dependent on particularly, excuse me, anything that you might do, that you couldn't do something, eat better, something and possibly change things, but you still have the body that you were born with, you have, have the Sanchita karma of your, uh, of your body, and then the Parabda part would be, uh, don't eat uh, McDonald's kind of thing, you know, just don't, you know, try to, try to find a better kind of food or better, li uh, better lifestyle, all those things, uh, Practice, uh, do this practice uh, 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 sitting meditation. Whether you become a Buddhist or not is somewhat beside the point, but actually find a way to sit down and train your mind so that what are you training? You're training yourself to be, so you're not deceiving yourself all the time. Because the, the karma from the past, Sanchita, uh, mixing with this present moment, uh, there, there's, a, there's some kind of overlap there that, and I think this is what a lot of people, when they're trying to explain this, are trying to. Uh, trying to help us see and actually quite often just make it worse. Uh, I think it's something you have to see subjectively so that you'll understand how the past karma and how what you're doing in the present, um, how that boundary is not, it's not a straight line. It's uh, it's like a changing shoreline uh, covered with branches and leaves and driftwood. So it's not always uh, uh, visible. So what, what does happen, it seems, over time, when you begin to see the transparency of the, of the ego, you begin to see that, that who you thought you were, that there's something there, but it's discontinuous. There's no solid, uh, when there's some kind of fear, fear might come up or apprehension or something could come up, but it doesn't happen to a person. It happens in the consciousness and uh, the awareness and then it, it comes. And if you do nothing with it, you don't push it away. You don't explain it, which is another way of grasping it. Explain why it's happening. It's because of them, because of this. Uh, uh, even if it's correct. Even if, if you say it's because I, uh, I, I OD'd on spinach again. You know, that always makes me have a nightmare. And so, you know, those kind of, we're always looking for some kind of, somehow that, what that does is that secures or reifies or uh, uh, supports a, uh, some aspect of the, of the identity that is completely unreal, and that's in the seventh consciousness. Self, uh, pride of self, uh, delusion of self, uh, self-reference, and I never can remember the fourth one. Self, selfies. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of wanting to, to, you know, promote or promote or support, you know, your identity. And we'll even get it from terrible things in order to be, I'm the person who's so terrified and afraid. I'm, I'm the person who's so depressed. When uh, Depression would be fine without you. You know, depression kind of hang around and it's like a, it's like a, you know, um, your crazy, uh, you know, Uncle Mike. 
you know, crazy Uncle Mike comes over and flops on your couch, and you know, that's it means there. But it's that's kind of the way feeling like depression. It's like that. It comes in. We don't know the causes and conditions. We don't know where Mike came from or what he's been doing. But he's here. It's, it's disturbing. But we just uh, we don't do too much with it. You don't necessarily it means he's your Uncle Mike. You're not probably not going to throw him out. Um, and that story, that uh, metaphor only goes so far, but it's like the, the part I'm trying to emphasize. It's like something that you're connected with somehow, but you don't really want because it doesn't feel so good and it's not so workable. <clears throat> but it's just itself. It's just itself. It's that you're not particularly having that. There isn't anyone there. Uh, Uncle Mike can't even see you. Yes? Is there a helpful way to accommodate that depression and that negativity? Uh, yes. Um, and it would depend on the individual, but I would say basically stay in your senses when you're having that kind of a feeling. That feeling is your senses, but the sense of uh, touch is not depressed. The sense of seeing is not depressed. All of the sense fields, are, that, that depression is arising in the consciousness, and is, uh, it's like having a, you know, um, uh, centipedes run around inside of you. Not good. It's a horrible feeling. I, I know. I know what that is. So, but but what you do with that is don't go to war with that in, in any way. If you if you go to war in any way, either artificially through doctors and so on like that. Uh, and again, as you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying don't do that. Do that if you have to. But if you can, try to try to understand that yourself. What that is yourself, rather than going and have someone covered up with medications. That's always when I see that happening. It's always disappointing. That being said, I know what it feels. I know what really intense grummy feelings are like so I know what it's like if, if you had something you could put on it you would and so it's not wrong to do that so not, not you haven't lost it I mean you, you know maybe there'll come another opening where you can go back and back off from the medication and try to do it uh, through your consciousness rather than through some kind of artificial so-called artificial thing yes a question from Shane down in Texas yeah. two parts to it is it from it's from Shane it's from Shane just checking your credentials. If it's from Shane, I got one way of answering. And if it's uh, from Mariah, then there's another way of answering. Yeah, this is Shane. He asks, what recognizes Sanchita karma? And when recognition occurs, how does one overcome the desire to act out of what is arising? Uh, so, well, pretty standard. Sanchita karma is just whatever, anything. Everything that's happening, right? All the people in the room, Calling on the phone or uh, texting, uh, emailing, whatever is happening, just just this very thing is this, and you recognize it because it's it's just this. It's when we add to it. You and you look at it and you either like it, so you grasp it, or you don't like it, so you push it away, or you're or there's something about it you can't seem to relate to it in a in a way that feels okay by pushing uh, aggression or pulling a passion, so you <laughs> shut down, distract yourself, or move away that way. And if that has your uh, that material has your fingerprints on it, it's going to follow you around until you, the common word is resolve it. I don't know if I care for that word too much, but in other words, if you, if you stop, if you, if you don't have a, um, it's like Trunk Rinpoche once said, it just took what, decades for me to even have any kind of inkling of what this meant when I heard him say this in the early 70s. The best relationship is no relationship. And if you take that as just a pure concept and try to apply it, it's like yeah, we're in relationships. Shouldn't we be in? I mean, you could, you couldn't argue with you. So no way to do that. But it's it's a wonderful thing to contemplate because then what that does when you hear that you you bring your mind to the relationship. 
and you, you understand that the relationship that you have is already what it needs to be, that you don't need to add on extra stuff to try to manipulate. We're always interested in manipulating how we're feeling. We want to feel this or feel or not feel that, but feel more of this. And I sometimes say, I'm saying now, um, I don't know what I'm going to say. Whatever I was going to say vanished. That's not a problem. Nothing's a problem. If you think there's a problem, you're wrong. <laughs> yes. So now Mariah has a question. It's about time. Two questions. She asks, is the goal of all this to resolve past karma? And secondly, is it possible to resolve past karma when you're always creating karma? Uh, yes, and yes, and um, is there another question? Not yet. So the idea there, though, is it, yes, it is about dealing with that, but it's about at the same time seeing that there is no solid identity. The karma is going to come and go. It's just cause and effect. It's just the nature of being in this particular realm called the human realm the six realms that we're tumbling around in. And the idea is to see what is fundamentally true about the identity, that there is no solid being. That you're, you're, who you actually are, I think I said this yesterday, um, or maybe I've never said it, maybe I just thought it. Is that an Indian book? Is an Indian cover? Hmm. Nice. So the, uh, um, the idea is the identity itself uh, is the, who you actually are is more like light than anything else. It's not exactly light. I mean, it's not like a light bulb, that kind of light. But it's, it's, it has a quality of being like light. And even uh, that, that might be extra. But instead, we have ideas and feelings and emotions, and we have all of our history and uh, who we are, who, who, how, what other people think of us, what we think of other people. And so all of this spinning and twisting around, this is why it's such a powerful thing for someone, anyone, to just sit down, hold still, and watch the, the, I don't know the better word, an insanity, just the insanity of the mind. We keep just making up stuff. We just keep, uh, parikalpata is a fancy word. It's just, we keep imputing, imputing, imputing. Some, somebody walks in the room, uh, and there's no way to just look at them. You start thinking of things about them, about what they're wearing. I know I do. That's how I know about this. That's how I know about this, is I do it, yes. Is Sanchita uh, karma predestined? Insofar as that it's it's already it's already happened. There already is a room. There already are people. It's everything right up until this using time as the as the, the definition of past and future. It's from the past into the present, which is uh, parabda, which is less is better. So is that predestined then too? Uh, what do you mean by predestined? Moving in a direction that's already determined without your say so. No. What's the presumption there? That there is a self. That's part of it. We'll, we'll, we know that. We've talked about that. But let's go back to the other one. That there's a direction. <coughs> that there's something else. There isn't anything else with this. It's all dressed up with nowhere to go, as they say. It's makeup on empty space. It looks real. It looks solid. But the fundamental reality is uh, there is no direction. So is that just chaos then? If there's, there's self-centeredness involved, it can sure look like chaos. So if there's someone who's grasping it at, uh, what do they call those? Straws. You sure? Grasping at straws. Yeah. Have you ever grasped at a straw? <laughs> I mean, you know, we use that image all the time, but it never made any sense to me. I immediately somebody, see somebody standing in front of a bale of hay. 
I mean straw. That would get us confused. But the horses don't. They know exactly that you lay down on straw and you eat hay. What are we talking about? <laughs> we have time for one more question. Shoka. Is an open field still a direction? No. It's it's not it doesn't it doesn't abandon that. It's not saying there's no direction because that's a, that's another uh, difficulty. It's the it's seeing that there's a presumption about it. It's the presumption of presume presuming something. Are you waving at me? Or? No, Mariah has a follow up question. Oh, good. She asks. So you're saying the goal of all this is to resolve past karma? How do I do that? Sit down, hold still, and watch everything that moves, which is karma actions, because you need to watch them in their most subtle state. You can, you can do it in your, we do it in our everyday life too, but the training part comes, it's hard to do it in the movement of life, even yoga, even uh, um, uh, the various martial arts always say you can do it with movement, you can do it with movement, maybe. You can do some of it, Tai Chi Chuan, uh, various kinds of uh, martial arts uh, address that, but I think, uh, what do I know? I could be way off from the point of view of the fundamental nature. But it doesn't look like it, and I'm sitting here running my mouth, so I might as well say so. Uh, sit down, hold still, and watch what moves. What moves is the karma. What moves is the action, action, action. And so we need a, we need a container for that so that we can watch in the container. It's like the name of uh, my, uh, my teacher, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche's first uh, Dharma Center was called Karma Zong. When that means action fortress, and it's a it's a protective space. It's a like a temple. Here we have a monastery, a temple. We sit down, hold still. There isn't anything else to do here. I'm not saying that we don't occasionally run around in circles and do something else, but this space is dedicated to sitting down, hold still, and watch the movement of the mind. And sometimes that uh, the sometimes you're in for it when you sit down and do that. The things you've been able to shut out for, and I'm just saying this. Uh, as an image, not something that's necessarily true for the last three lifetimes. You've been building, things have been building up, and now you're, you've, because of your karma, because of causes and conditions, you find yourself in this kind of a space. This is pretty unusual, not only in Michigan, but anywhere. Pretty unusual to sit down and just address this kind of uh, situation. So you find yourself here, uh, and like with the, to address uh, Mariah, I would say as much as you can, sit down, hold still, face the wall, Watch what moves and get to know yourself. Get, get, don't, don't get to, when that happens, I'm saying, when you do that, you're eventually, more than likely, not accusing or you know, predicting anything, but more than likely, you're going to start to uncover the things you've been covering up. Those things will start to fall apart. That cocoon of uh, the Trunk Rinpoche talks about the, uh, protecting the ego, the self-centeredness, starts to crack and come apart just because you're doing nothing with it. You aren't shoring it up with your feelings, emotions, uh, passion, aggression, and ignorance, um, jealousy, uh, and so on. You're just, you're just there. You're just with that. And in that way, uh, with the help and the model for Buddhism, of course, is the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. The person who is a, who is a sane, uh, the, the, what has been taught, uh, which is the Dharma, and, and the community of people who are all coming at it from different areas of insanity. And I'm not saying that Mary's insane. But I'm saying that, that we all have our, you know, we could call it that, we, that kind of crazy where we get involved in a, a knot of our own feelings and emotions and, 
and then the, the people were our relatives, maybe or neighbors. You know, we were doing pretty good until we start interacting with some particular person or something, and that gets really starts to get really difficult or sticky. And uh, as a as a meditator, you, at least you have something you can do. You don't have to go to somebody else to an authority, even to me. You don't have to come to me. You don't have to come to go to a doctor, go to a therapist. You don't. You know, you, should, you can just sit down, hold still, and get to know yourself. Make, as uh, Trump Rinpoche once said, I thought was a very powerful thing to say. Very simple. Make friends with yourself. If you can make friends with all the negativity, you're you know you might be packing uh, all the guns you've got sticking here and there, packing your negativity, holding it down, smiling at everyone. Yeah, fine. Everything's great. Yeah. So that may need to be inspected or not. You could also live your life and, uh, as they say, take your chances, see what happens. Maybe maybe your Sanchita karma uh, eventually turns into you know winning the lottery, and you know we know how happy people get if they win the lottery. They're just so delighted and they're so happy about all the people badgering them wanting some of that money. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll talk. I'm, I'm going to talk about karma again. I think it's something we. Have more discussion, not because, uh, um, not because of. Um, <laughs> See, if I can be lost, you can be lost. And then rush out to the hallway to donate to Sokokoji. <laughs> we have envelopes for the teacher and Sokokoji. We appreciate all of your financial help, either PayPal, checks in the mail. Debits and credit cards and all that. May the bitterness penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Friends and visitors, heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and fill them with life. 